Sometimes we need a little inspiration, and Real Things Living podcast does just that. Real Things Living has a focus on resilience and connection with others. Those connections lead to ideas, to solutions, and to better overall health. This podcast is brought to you by Gemini Media. Gemini Media delivers the best solutions for business communications through collaborative relationships. Hi, y'all. It's Bridget Cutshaw with Real Things Living. Today, my guest is Taj Bra. He lives near Toronto now, and he is a recent author of I Can't Rap, But I Can Write. He is on a mission now to inspire others through content creation. Can you say hi, Taj? Hey, uh, I just want to start off by saying thank you so much, uh, Bridget, for having me on. Um, and I'm super excited to have this, get this conversation going. I think it's great what you're doing and you're very positive. That's what I've noticed about you. I think that's, you know, we all have adversities in our life, but you try to, to get out of it. You all, based on the book I read from mm-hmm. him, he looked at the positive aspect, which is something that I do too. And I think that's probably why we connected. And can you, I guess, what prompted you to actually write and actually publish your book? I've always kind of been thinking outside of the box. I wanted to do something that was was true to me, um, but also not necessarily something that, you know, a typical young adult or or someone who's just finishing up university is going to do, right? It's not very typical for um, someone who's who's quite young. I was just 21 when I uh, published the book um, to actually get into this kind of stuff. Um, but it was honestly just like, you know, it's a, it was a challenge, um, as I'm sure you, you know yourself. Uh, you know, you get writer's block. You're like, I don't even know if anyone's going to read this book. I think I'm just going to throw it in the trash, right? But it's just like going through that through that adversity um, and just building that resilience is what, is what kept me going. I, I guess I could ask you the, the same question, um, just kind of based off reading your book, like you've uh, been diagnosed with cancer twice. Um it's so easy, I think, when you when you face adversity to kind of let it let it bring you down. And, you know, I've never been I've never experienced anything like that on, on that extreme, I guess. So, like, how, how do you do it? How do you how do you stay positive with, with the world trying to break you down? Well, I think well, that's a great question. You're, you know, I think a lot of it had to do with the time the first my kids were young. I have sons mm-hmm. and I think there were eight and 11 at the time. And so you're like, holy crap right? And mm-hmm. I wanted to be there for them. That was how I I wanted to be. I mean, I wasn't hiding what I was dealing with, but I wanted to show them, hey, you know, you can get through this. And I really had some strong support, thankful, you know, from my husband. He's one mm-hmm. of those guys. We're so opposite, but he supports me in that regard. And it could possibly re- be related to my upbringing as well, because, mm-hmm. um, I stood out a little bit being raised in the the part of the country that I grew up in. I'm a military brat, right? My mother's not from the United States. Mm -hmm. So I think I learned resilience from their examples from my mother and my father and eventually my stepfather. I think that's, I think you're, you don't realize how much of a role model you are for other people. And that's probably why I wanted to be positive for my sons. That's really kind of 
what mm-hmm. it is. And it's, it's, trust me, it was like, holy crap, what, when you hear this information. Yeah. And, but at the same time, you have to have, I think, be grounded in some shape or form. And you can't do something like that by yourself either. No. So, so do you think it was, it was your, your mindset that got you through it alone? Yes. My mindset had a lot to do with it mm-hmm. because I'm like you, I do look at the positive and I think that helps if you're mm-hmm. rather than folk. Yeah. You have to get through and acknowledge something negative like that. You have to acknowledge that, but then, okay, what can I do to say, um, be here, make sure I'm here for my sons. And I do a lot of, did a lot of research mm-hmm. right on, on, on this topic because um, like breast cancer, there's so many different types since they have, and everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Right. And it turned out to be environmental issue for me and not, I don't have a genetic tendency for it. They did all that stuff testing on me. And, and, and what was the environmental factor? If you don't mind me asking, just like the, the area you were around with. Yeah, I was, they it pinpointed in between the two breast cancers. They discovered that the rare primary brain tumor which mm-hmm. what I didn't know was there because it grew really slowly. Mm-hmm. And then they said that kind of tumor is um, usually from being exposed to radiation. And think about, I was like, grew up by military bases. Uh-huh. When you're a child, you're more susceptible to stuff like that. My mother is fine. My mm-hmm. brother had something weird too a couple of times, but that's what I meant by the environment. Um, you know, I grew up in the mid, I'm sorry, late sixties and the seventies. And they were, I'm sure you've heard about a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> chemical, there's just chemicals everywhere. And that's, and I just think, um, I mean, I eat right and do the right thing, but I just, it was just weird why this weird stuff happened to me, but I'm also a research and I always dig deep and try to, there's not always <laughs> one solution to a problem, but that's really what is my environment. And um, that's what I meant by, I never thought of that. They're like this kind of tumor. And that's what they believe is what activated the breast cancer because it's in your brain. It pushes on um, a tumor, the pituitary, excuse me, which mm-hmm. controls your hormones. Okay. And, and before we move on, I also want to, I, I saw you mentioned in your book, you tried to make a connection between uh, the casein protein and and cancer yeah Kate yes that's a great question I I really wanted to ask because I I consume a lot of whey protein and then like I I, I've personally like I've I've gotten kidney stones and stuff from too much protein and like we don't know what's in this right so I I really wanted to ask like perfect yeah question they um I did always had some weird body aches and I can't remember if it was before or after the before the around the same time the brain tumor you know what I'm saying I thought that I thought the body aches I was experiencing was related to the brain tumor and they were just pop giving me pain pills i'm like no right mm-hmm. i wanted to know what is causing this and yeah. so they tested me for certain allergies and nothing came up so another i found a doctor who was an epidemiologist who looked at food type stuff and that's how they discovered casein protein i was like what is that and that's like cheese really it's like the chunk in cottage cheese whereas whey is the liquid in cottage cheese mm-hmm. and they uh they, I cut that out and those body aches went away. Isn't that weird? And uh-huh. if you think about it, it could be, I never, they never really connected it but, um, as something quick because casein takes a while, at least four hours for your stomach to digest it. Mm. So they, 
And that's why you don't know if you're going to eat something, you don't have an immediate, like some people keep saying, oh, you're lactose intolerant. Like, no, I'm not. It's totally different situation. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people have that, that issue. And it's not, we're not meant to um, eat so much of that, even though it's good, but it also, it, we found out just because I kept asking questions. I'm the pain, I call, I'm a pain in the butt patient. And I found, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm like, why am I hurting? so much and and it i quit eating it it was it was hard taj to get off of it to stop Mm -hmm. eating cheese it was hard but um i had the doctor help me get off of it and those body aches are gone so so it was was just just cheese and and dairy products or yeah i cut out dairy 100 and Uh like i said that was hard and i married a guy from wisconsin so you know we eat a lot of cheese (laughs) (laughs) but growing up I didn't eat as much cheese, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. what I what I did eat was like French cheese. My mother's French. So mm-hmm. if I have, like when I went to visit my family in France, I, I couldn't help myself. I had to eat some cheese and oh, I was yeah. okay. And mm-hmm. it has, this also connected to the, you know, the animals, um, the gen, genetic dis, disposition, is that the right word? So yeah, mm-hmm. that's, <clears throat> some people can handle cheese. I just cannot. And I quit eating it and I'm all better now. And that, it was all around the time, like I said, around, right around the brain tumor stuff, but by cutting out dairy helped my body heal and it helped my body, my immune system to fight other things. You know, you're always, your body's a system. It's going to always be fighting something. Mm-hmm. So you're taking, eliminating something like that, but we didn't know I had to go see a, they tested me for celiac disease too, right? Mm-hmm. gluten doesn't bother me it was the um case and protein specifically and and that's why i'm one of those label readers yeah and i try to make as much food at home as possible and i'm a if i travel tosh i will lose a couple pounds because everything has case and protein in it so it, it, it will say in the actual ingredients like this contains casein protein yeah if it says milk or dairy you go you yeah. look more specific you know yeah casein protein some and they told me to not have anything with whey because it could be contaminated uh-huh. okay i mean it's a, i mean i'm not gonna it's just to me it wasn't worth the body aches and sinus problems from it and i could have goat cheese by the way and goat mm-hmm. cheese doesn't bother me mm-hmm. and that it's because it's a different type of and it could be the they say the gmos that we have here in the u.s on the 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 and hormones and stuff like that um and i mean i'm just and making i should say i'm not making this up but i tested it out on my body mm-hmm. and i don't eat a lot of goat cheese but sometimes you gotta have you know goat cheese and it's okay mm-hmm. um for me it, but i don't eat a lot of it but i could no longer uh and i'm so glad they developed um like almond milk <laughs> i make it yeah. i made it at home before and that's kind of cool too to, to do it yourself really like you, you press the almonds well what it is you soak them and um use uh oh gosh what is that cheese cheesecloth you know what i'm saying to, to uh-huh. so you get the the actual pieces of almonds out there's certain um you got to be careful too i look at uh almond milk brands i look at the ingredients if it's got yeah. more than two or three ingredients i don't buy it you know the thing is, like, almost everything you see has, like, just 
full of ingredients that you can't even pronounce. It's like, what are we putting into our bodies? Exactly. And that's uh, kind of what we don't know. That's why people have, it's a good revolution in a way, actually the revolution, but of what we're eating. And, but it also explains why I've always wanted to eat more vegetables, mm-hmm. right? And that's just my body. And that's what I want or probably I needed in my nickname as a kid, my mother called me the rabbit because I was the one that wanted to eat the vegetables for some, I mean, I like, don't get me wrong. I'll eat like chicken and fish and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I'm not, but I didn't eat a lot of dairy until I met the guy and married the guy from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It's not him, but it, it doesn't bother him. Everybody's bodies are different. Yeah. And, and for me, there's a, there's a book out there Taj you should check out called the um China syndrome I think it's what it's called I can send you a link later and it talks about how uh, other countries like China they're developing cancer more because they're eating this western American diet uh Mm. lots and lots and lots cheese it's okay to eat a little bit it's just we shouldn't Mm. consume it 90 percent of our meals um it's not it's not natural for us us as humans to consume another animal's milk no, it's yeah. not and i never wanted i even as a kid i, I remember back my you know back there they're marketing how you had and i'm sure they did in canada too you have to you have to have this health you got to eat cheese and drink milk yeah like, they, they just they especially in canada like they just advertise it. everywhere they just push that on you yeah and i remember my parents i i was a little rebellious too but um they would make me drink the milk and I refused to drink it so they made me sit there until I drank it and so when they weren't around I would sneak and pour it down the kitchen sink drain and then sit back <laughs> down and pretend I drank it sorry mom but um if you're listening but that's my body knew you know what I'm saying this is an example mm-hmm. don't ignore some of your instincts my body knew that mm-hmm. it wasn't good for me mm-hmm. and I didn't have a problem I don't remember having a problem with camembert and, and brie which is the cheese that came from France mm-hmm. right? and it was from a different type of cow, a different breed. There's this, I'm sure you've heard about that. I've done a lot of research on that after I learned about mm-hmm. case and protein. And by the way, I, yeah, I did read your section about the kidney stones. That's just surprising. And it, it could be your body, all those minerals. There's so many um, things you don't know that, that aren't good for you that you're eating and processed foods. I mean, that's, that's almost guaranteed like what it was. Cause just like, I was working out like, uh, very hard that time. And also just like, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. Like you, you see like these athletes, like the, their, their commercial, like all they're doing is like, Oh, protein shake, supplement shake. Um, and, like my breakfast every morning was just uh, a protein and supplement shake. Um, and it, it didn't like come into my mind. I can't just like overload my body with all these, the right, stuff the I don't minerals. even know what it is. Right. Yeah. But the minerals. Um, and yeah, I, I guess it uh, builds up in your body over time. And yeah, I, I definitely don't want to have kidney stones again. So <laughs> I bet that's pain. <laughs> I mean, I've never had, I'm, I'm not aware that I had any kidney stones, but I'm sure, but right. The, it, your, your body reacts. And I think with me, my issue, you've heard of leaky gut, right? Have you heard of that? No. Um, there's a thing where they think with gluten and like dairy, they can cause like leaky, it, that stuff can get into your bloodstream in your body and that's probably why i was having body aches mm, okay and it's they're calling it sensitivity i'm just saying it's an allergy okay i had a or 
you know, but I didn't know it was dairy because it wouldn't affect me until four hours later. That's what, how long it takes. And mm -hmm. I didn't ever have lactose intolerance because that gives you diarrhea, right? Yeah. I didn't have that issue. So that's why we never, that's why they, first they tested me for a gluten and celiac disease because mm -hmm. celiac disease can cause those kind of body aches, but I was fine. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's like, it, it kind of sucks how we, we don't put enough like of our resources into researching these new like supplements and, 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 and products. And like the doctors, like, as you know, as you know, they didn't even know when you, when you come in. Um, and even I experienced the same thing. It's like, you get misdiagnosed, That's um, like, yeah. right. And then you, and you think you have something and maybe you, you create a new diet for this thing that you, you don't even have. Like, for example, if you thought you had celiac disease or, or right. Or right. Diet, and right? And then you're just like, you're in a rabbit hole. Like you don't know what to do. Right. And that's exactly right. And they, but they, but that I was presenting symptoms of that mm -hmm. and, but it turned out to be negative and it turned out to be it, the time frame. Like I said, it was after treating treatment for the brain tumor mm -hmm. and the brain tumor was not something I, it was on not something I could have not had, you know what I'm saying? It was just my environment yeah. growing mm -hmm. up and I did go and get myself to be certified in nutrition, by the way, sort of because mm -hmm. like, okay, all this stuff storm, I felt like I was in a storm and it helped me be resilient. Right. It helped me to like, okay, that's what made me more, okay. Cognizant, really look at those labels. I really knew detailed what, what all that stuff meant. <laughs> the guy yeah. is gobbledygook. Mm -hmm. And I've written, that's how I started my blog, by the way. And that's how I started this podcast, guys, <laughs> because uh -huh. it's related to that book. I'm so glad you read, read that because it's, you, you just gotta, like my sister doesn't have this issue, but I do, right? It's just how different our bodies are created. But I grew up in a, she's younger than me. She didn't grow up in that same kind of environment and she mm -hmm. wasn't exposed to the um, radiation and this other gentleman I had um, met, he's going through cancer like five times. But what happened to him? He was a, uh, I think he was a nuclear engineer or something like that. He was definitely exposed radiation. <laughs> 100%, yeah. Correct. So it's, but his issue is a lot different than mine. At least mine, well, they didn't know what to do with me, by the way, Taj. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because the breast cancer didn't scare me as much as the brain tumor. Yeah. Just because there's more. Uh, options out there and um, should I say options, but mine, they're like, Oh, what do we do? And that's what they're thankfully they're. I still believe in um, like all the research that they're doing. I think that's just going to help everybody down the mm -hmm. road. And I'm just so glad I had good support system and listen to your instincts, your intuition, something yeah. is not, you got to dig deeper sometimes you, and it can be frustrating. I'm mm -hmm. sure you know that, right? I, th I think people should just like what your, your intuition or your, or your instinct, people don't, don't follow up on that enough. Like, it's just like, there's there, our heads are just so clouded with information these days. It's hard to That's, like look within, right? It, it's, it's true. And some people back in the, where I'm from the age, the era where you're like, intuition sounds really woogy and stupid you know I'm, yeah. I'm grew up in that that's kind of what they thought so i think that's mm -hmm. when um oh, what's the word Hi hippies were popular right and so hippies had a bad con you know i'm 
had a bad connotation. They were the first people to start in our culture. It's okay to be chill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was a child. So I was like, Whoa, you know, um, I just thought it was kind of cool, mm-hmm. but it is something that you got to listen to your body. You also, we didn't have that kind of information overload when I was young. You yeah. guys have a lot more information overload now and you have to, that's why I thought for me to study, to learn, always learn guys, no matter how old you are to learn about nutrition to understand how your body is uh, reacts to certain things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel so sorry for, you know, the doctors, because can you imagine all the information overload they have too, because of yeah. the good technology that can, technology can help. Um, one thing, by the way, that helped my brain tumor, what actually killed it, Taj, was mm-hmm. getting the Tdap booster shot, the tetanus booster shot. Really? And yes. That's they're using how that, that. How does that work? They're, they're they're doing studies on using these older vaccines on other per- repurposing it, mm-hmm. and they were um, using it, testing it out on people with brain tumors, and that and that. I'm mean, I'm just laughing now. I mean, I've never been an anti-vaxer, but I'm like booster shot. Why should I, you know? I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, so I and it was after the second breast cancer and the chemo. I was just like. And my brain tumor still, it shrunk, but then it was not, then it started growing back again. So I'm like, I'm open for anything, right? Mm-hmm. And that what made me, so get your tetanus booster shot. <laughs> but but there, that's an example of repurposing the other kind of like vaccines for other things. Yeah. And I'm just, uh, they're just, they call me um, zebra among horses i think i don't know if i put that in my book or not i think i did i think you did yeah because i am because i do everything right and all this crazy excuse me shit happened to me uh-huh and it's just how there was like a tsunami of, of things in that time frame raisins boys yeah and, and i awful. think it but like you i stayed positive looking uh-huh. for a solution and i knew I was open to different, you just got to be open Yeah. and look at different, there's so many options. There's always not one way to, to do something. And so like with your kidney stones, you were, did you have to have surgery? I don't recall if you did or not. And that, or it came um, out. So sometimes, usually they, they'll skip out on surgery just because you can pass it with lots of water. Right, right. Uh, but I actually, I, it, it did end up getting, getting, I had a kidney stone stuck. Um, and I, I couldn't even like, like pee. It was just like, I was in such extreme Ow. pain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and then I was, I was in the emergency like all night that night. And then I just, just literally just like guzzling just water glass after glass. Um, but like, again, you know, we look at the positive side. It's like, now we're, we're sharing this information that yes. we never had before. And we're probably preventing other people from going and doing the same thing, right? Like, even if it's the way I look at it is like, even if I help one person, for for example, like my brother does like same thing. I want all these supplements, protein. It's like, don't do it. I've already gone through that. You know, you can you can avoid all this. So just like, if you look at even like the 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 minimalist like kind of view of what we're what we're what you can do if you say positive, it's like you say one person and then they change another person. It's a, it's a butterfly effect, right? Correct. That's a really good good point. It, it we're just it doesn't have to be a 
it's a lot of people. It'll just like, yeah, flow to other people. And when uh, you mentioned about the supplement stuff, I met someone who was actual pharmacist at a writer's conference, by the way, he was a pharmacist, but he was writing fiction, which I thought was funny, but uh -huh. he was telling me about, I was telling him about all this stuff and I, and he told me which brands of specific supplements to stick with. Those are mm -hmm. the trusted ones. And I just wouldn't go off. I wouldn't go buy some, I'm sorry, supplement. I'm off of someone's website. I would not. Yeah. I would, <laughs> he was telling me and in, in your experience, right. You just don't know what is truly in it. And I don't think the supplement in the least United States are not regulated the way regular prescription. Mm -hmm. are. Yeah, they're not, yeah. They're not regulated. So you don't know what's in there and you want to do right. You wanted to build your body, be strong and, all that good stuff, but also mm -hmm. make sure you're going using the right brand. And I asked the right, you know, the doctors and the pharmacists, what do you recommend over the counter stuff? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, and the doctor that discovered my casein protein issue, he was the one that introduced me to a certain brand. Um, and it's a little expensive, but it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. I think about, um, you know, I'm not spending a lot of money on other kinds of food so I'll put it on a proper supplement I know like at my age Taj I need to have you know um like magnesium and you know things like that make sure the right yeah. type you know it's everybody I I would just make sure you see doctors on a regular basis because you just mm -hmm. I I'm all about prevention too based on what I, I dealt with uh-huh so it's, I also like going through all of that right so like you're kind of like your your main message is obviously like the, the 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 real things like the simple things put more yes. emphasis, emphasis on that right um so kind of how do you how do you practice that on a on a day-to-day -day? I, I know you, you said you go on like walks with your dog just uh, like, I, 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 I guess I, my, my my real question is like it could be so easy especially for a young person because I know a lot of my friends will probably be listening to this as well um it's so easy to get trapped into the money or fame or all of this stuff. Right. Again, again, with like, we in, in my generation, all this information overload and just like social media everywhere. How do you, how do you stick to the real things? How do you, how do you keep it simple? You got to know your values. You got to understand your values, right? That'll be your foundation. What is important to you? That's what helped me. And I'm a little bit older when I had these weird issues, by mm. having those boys and by the way i think it's funny i didn't i was the first to get married out of my siblings and the last to have kids because i didn't want to have kids because i helped raise my sister right mm. so my value i was going to be a ceo one day right yeah. but i had a big corporation mm -hmm. but now my value like you know i saw what was going on and i'm like i, I saw a lot of the stress that people were dealing with and i'm and it could be you know, that you know, activated certain hormones in me. I mean, like stress hormones that mm -hmm. we stress is natural, but mm -hmm. you have to like be grounded. That's what I'm thinking. Understand what's important to you. That helped me the most. And I love being outside. It makes me happy. I love mm -hmm. my dogs. It makes me happy. I love certain kind of like I love running, you know, mm -hmm. I probably I call it the I get the runner's high yeah I, i've heard of that yeah. right i do get that and yeah. not right away not the first probably after I run a mile i'm like oh it kicks in but mm -hmm. I, i'm not a marathoner no 
but mm. I do, but you have to be really the foundation is what are your values? What is important to you? What do you want? And I think your, your generation is seeing that too. This hustle culture is, I, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I've never did. Um, and again, it was probably my instincts. Mm-hmm. Um, all these expectations that people put on you, um, push back on that, right? Yeah. I think you mentioned that you're, these expectations people want you to do, but what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're That's your really what it is. What's your uh-huh. find your purpose? And people like the fact that I've always been uh, upfront and honest. I was told I was too nice when I got in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. Not funny. And um, but what's wrong with that? <laughs> because but they see people yeah. who are aggressive being more successful. Yeah, like they want someone who's just so cutthroat and just doesn't have any emotions, doesn't care. Right. And I yeah. did really well, by the way, being uh-huh. nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It helped me. Yeah. I made good, really good money being, that's why I think it's funny. Be you. And mm-hmm. if you want to be an a-hole, go ahead. But I don't recommend it because you're going to turn off most people. Um, mm. Some people are attracted. I'm not. I'm, I'm attracted to people who are authentic. And mm-hmm. I, that's, you got to be yourself. And I think people are realizing that now, especially the younger generation, they're like, eh, you know, why? And I think it's coming back to bite us all in the butt here. All this, um, uh, well, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. All this having stuff and things, you know, materialism, yeah. Yeah. Materialism, which I've never been into. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably what made me stand out. I was raised by, I had an older brother, right. I was raised around the, and a military brat so I always want I didn't give a crap about makeup as a girl <laughs> I'm one mm-hmm. of those girls who I didn't care yeah you know? and that's because I was being me and I would be so uncomfortable when I had to be in those situations just I'm just tearing on you too much I had to go to a conference and they wanted me to do a big presentation on this big equipment and they had dressed me up like one of the models I was mm-hmm. just more I did was so uncomfortable because yeah. I didn't like being that kind of a center of attention. I want to be the expert understanding this equipment, not this chick who's wearing all this. Make you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just for the looks. Yeah, you want you want the people to like you for the content of what you bring. Yeah. Yes, not the yeah. way I was looking in and <clears throat> all that makeup, which I never. And even the guys that I worked with, they're like, "Oh my god, I look so different." Like, yeah, I have like you know five layers of, um, but but that's not that's not my thing mm-hmm. i some women like it whatever but i did not i guess i was kind of a tomboy as a kid because i had an older brother mm-hmm. and my you know military family life you just see that and mm-hmm. um trust me I, I mean i do like to dress nice don't get me wrong but i'm not really into hiding stuff on your face <laughs> yeah so, that's not me um, I did also want to, I know we're kind of, we, we, oh no, this is fine. This is a great fine, but, uh, <laughs> we, We've literally only like, we barely scratched the surface. I feel like we've only talked about like mainly health and there's like, I know both of our books talk about a whole uh, wide array of things. Um, but maybe I can ask you a little bit more about your, your traveling. I see you, you've traveled to India, right? Yeah, that was fun. That was really uh-huh. cool. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I was going to ask, cause like I've, um, I had the opportunity to go to India when I was 18, but I, I turned it down 
uh just because of like even though my, my background is, is indian just like you you know what, what you what you see it's like oh the roads and and everything so i was just like i was so so surprised it's like you you love the experience right you went to uh you went all over it i believe as well at least four four of the uh locations or they, they call them states there but states, yeah, yeah yeah what it is i was there on a um, consulting gig for one of my my clients and i actually blended in which i thought was hilarious uh-huh. because some of the indians there have like british in them you know the british background english background mm. and i have yeah, yeah. vietnamese background in me people don't know that really i do okay yeah <laughs> my grandmother was vietnamese i never met her she uh-huh. i blended in but i was i enjoyed the adventure for some reason it probably mm-hmm. because again goes back to my upbringing we moved you know you're move around a lot and yeah. I, I thought it was just so cool. And I was trying to help my, my clients um, solve some problems. That's really why I was there. Mm-hmm. And I went on behalf of my company rather than, so they didn't really know what I was there for looking at different things, but it was, I've just met a lot of great people and the, the culture I thought was cool. The um, New Delhi surprised me at how mm-hmm. parts, the parts were had to go visit things was really dirtier than I expected. Uh-huh. Um, the Southern part of the, the country w- was nice. But, I mean, I didn't have any problems really anywhere. And one of the, um, my client had someone travel with me just because I'm a, a female and I didn't really, I asked to, how should I dress? Because I didn't want to dress, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> like in a, the wrong way. It's a different uh-huh. culture. I had to respect yeah. that. It was honestly like when when I read that I was like like wow like I actually ended up uh, I was debating like traveling to Mexico but I ended up like like I'm like no joke like after I read that I I booked a a trip so I'm actually backpacking in oh, Mexico cool. so yeah I feel it's, like we're we're always told it's like oh these countries are we're just told so much neg- negativity about all these countries right but like, if you actually go there it's not like that at all it's not it's yeah. not at all i've been to mexico um to cancun with a friend um her it's her uh, her and her husband got divorced last minute she had this trip going and so she had to needed someone to take over that ticket it was for a business thing and i said okay i'll volunteer okay right yeah <laughs> but it was so much it was just, you just got to look at the fun part of it. Right. And side, that's yeah. really what it was. And what was funny when I was down there, when we did leave like the resort area, people were talking to me in Spanish and because I was suntan. Right. So uh-huh. I looked like, so I would be, in, be trying to be sarcastic and I respond in French because uh-huh. my mother's French, but, but yeah, that's yeah. kind of what they thought it was funny, but I just like to explore it. And I think to be respectful of the different locations everything is not bad and Mm. i don't i guess people if someone had a bad experience they might be negative about it but that was their experience right Mm -hmm. i wanted Mm. to be safe you know what i'm saying i felt india was safe because i had someone traveling with me who was a native of india i wasn't traveling by myself right yeah someone with me because you know i didn't know everything um but that's what it is. I wouldn't go alone sometimes, but especially being female, you got to be a little bit more. Yeah, it's different. Right. Mm. It's, it's different. And, um, but I've always had that in me to, to be adventurous. <laughs> this is yeah. 
<clears throat> honestly i just i just love that but you've like you've done so many like different things that just inspiring like you you've been in a tyler perry's movie i know uh, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't oh he's huge by the way and uh, i'm i'm five three and um i don't oh really you mean you like physically yeah physically yes i meant to say uh, he's physically tall and uh, they um <clears throat> when i showed up for my part they I brought a suit because I was supposed to be like an airport or uh, airplane passenger, right? Mm. I had a business suit and they're like, no, we like the way you were dressed. They liked the way I was dressed because I was dressed as, as I was in my hockey mom outfit because my uh-huh. son is a, is a hockey player, yeah. meaning I had those Ugg boots, you know, the UG, I forgot how you pronounce it, those boots. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, they thought it was, they liked the way I was dressed, but they did my makeup and stuff, but mm. It was really kind of, and I was afraid to do it, but it was my son who convinced me to do it. And I think I was chosen because I did have a white suburban that they needed a car to in the, in a scene, Yeah, you know, but it's just, I like to try different things. And that's mm. after, especially after um, all those surviving, you know, cancer and Frank, you, yeah. you just got to live life. Mm-hmm. And, that's really what it is that's what i advise people so how, how did you actually get about like landing that, that role i applied and then i sent my headshot and a picture of my suburban <laughs> <laughs> i think one of those descriptions was if you have a, a large suv let us know kind of thing yeah okay and and that's one of my okay here's my suburban and here's my headshot and um I, I was selected. I don't know who selected me, right? I have no yeah. idea. But the um, Tyler Perry has built a huge facility here. I live by Atlanta. And so mm-hmm. he, he's got a huge facility south of Atlanta. I think he bought, um, I think it was an old military base, by the way. No, really? Yeah, he he's just very generous. He's just got to, I think he had. Yeah, yeah. People in, in the industry in the beginning didn't like him because mm-hmm. he did things differently. Mm-hmm. And he brought in like people like me who just want to have fun and be a, an extra in a movie. Yeah. And, but then I was like, holy crap. I mean, it was a lot of work though. To, it sounds cool and stuff, but you are uh-huh. there standing for like 12 hours. <laughs> so <laughs> like, okay, I did it. I mean, just like the fact that you can say you did it, right? Like I'm, I'm the same way. I just wanted to go. Like I, I'll get, I'll work in every industry. I don't care. I just want to learn it all. It was and the is booming here, by the way, Taj, uh, the, in, that industry because yeah, I think I think they have a huge um, tax credit or something, and I'm pretty sure Tyler Perry has something to do with it because Tyler Perry, because um, I think he built a studio here maybe ten years. I can't remember eight or 10 years ago and then that's when these tax credits if you see certain famous movies like they you ever heard of the accountant, the accountant. um ben affleck is in it you should okay check yeah it, out. Uh-huh. it was filmed on the lake that i live by which is we're like huh? you know we were, it's uh-huh. just because i live kind of northwest of the in the state so mm-hmm. um which is near you know, lakes and some hilly stuff but it's just enjoy don't you know people like i um we like to go like on vacation to mississippi and i know that sounds it is absolutely beautiful i'm sure you've heard um people talk bad about mississippi yeah it's beautiful 
is absolutely <laughs> beautiful, right? What to be honest, I don't like. I feel there's lots like swamps and just nature in Mississippi. Right. Well, what it is weird. My husband is the one that found this house. Um, it was after my cancer kind of stuff, and uh-huh. he's like, "We're going to go to different places and explore." He knew I liked to do that, so we found this beach house. They have a. It's on the Gulf of Mexico, but it was a mm. beach house, and it was just like gorgeous. And it was white sand, and we could bring our dogs, because a lot mm. of beaches won't allow you to have dogs there, which I understand why you don't want to step in a dog of you know a pile of dog poo. Yeah. But um, but that's what we're like. Wow, it was just so laid back and some beautiful architect. You know, that's kind of what we like to explore different, and people weren't expecting that that mm. to be. I wasn't because you, like you said, hear and read about certain things. And yeah. you're like, they were so nice. You know what I'm saying? They were just, mm-hmm. it was just, you got to be careful. There is some swampy stuff that when you got dogs, you know what I mean? I didn't <laughs> want them let running them, let them run loose because there could be alligators. And, yeah. But they, I just meant they were just saying it was poor, um, blah, blah, blah. But I like, it was so nice and calm mm-hmm. and laid back. That's what I like. No, it gets a terrible rep, I think. So it's just like you got to go, just just not Take listen it out to yourself. Just go, yeah. Right. I'm sure there's parts of India that are bad. I'm sure there's parts uh-huh. of Mississippi that are. But go, um, check it out on your own. Mm. And and at first, I when my husband booked it, I was like, what? But we've gone four times, okay, <laughs> because yeah, it's we liked it partly because we can bring our dogs. Mm-hmm. and they are okay with that now they have other beaches where you don't they don't want you to have your dogs there but these are this house is on a private beach and um it was just great experience with the family mm-hmm. great i i love memories and creating experiences more than things and that's really what real things is about having those memories together so my kids will my sons will remember that one day All that's right. great that's a great that's a great philosophy to live by i think mm-hmm experience over things it is and that's kind of and that's where the real things living came the the podcast and the the blog and the book because Mm -hmm. i had a theme with my blog all Mm -hmm. the stuff i was writing about so so yeah sorry do you do you plan on writing more um oh yeah yeah (laughs) i'm gonna write i'm writing another one i started like an outline about running okay um but i'm not a marathoner People, some, as you know, some people are afraid to run. It's hard work, but yeah, but it, it, you got to start slow and little steps like anything, right? Mm-hmm. I think you, you talked about your exercise routine, your workout routine, mm-hmm. and you spread it out in smaller, smaller bites and you're, you're going to stick to it rather mm-hmm. than that's why I don't do marathons or half marathons at my age. I'm 57 now. I'd probably have a hip problem, you know, because a lot of people I know, they stop running in their fifties. Mm-hmm. And people want to know how I still do it. Yeah. And well, you've got to, it's not just the running. You've got to do the stretches and the yoga and the proper, you know, mm. there's so many, but it gives me motivation and inspiration. I get ideas when I go outside and some people like to listen to music, mm-hmm. um, but I don't. The main reason is because I had a, so the brain tumors there, I don't need to be falling um outside if i have something plugged in my ears because i have to overbalance if that makes sense um and the the earplugs would be a good idea for me but i also Mm -hmm. want to be in the moment and look at what i'm you know running by (laughs) that's just 
and I get ideas. And I think you had mentioned that too. You get ideas too when you're working out. And it's just something about appreciating being able to do that. And you just like, you just feel so good. And also like what you mentioned before, like the way I think it works, like working out is the best for exercise is like compound effect slash consistency, right? Yes. So like I could, I can work out so hard at the gym, like go give it my all, but then I promise you like the next, next day I'm not working out. I'm so sore. I'm t- I just want to yeah. sleep I'm tired. Right. But it's like, if you, and if you add it up, it's like, if I do like the exact, a similar example I use in my book is like, you can do, for example, like, let's say a hundred pushups straight on, on one day and then you're so tired or you can do 20 pushups each day of the week and you do 140 at the end of the week versus just a hundred. Right. Right. It's like that. It's easier on you. Just, you know, I should say easier, but especially as you age, Mm -hmm. but you also need to mix it up a little bit. I think too, that's why I I'll hike and um, that's different, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I prefer running on a trail just because as I've aged um, asphalt and concrete, (laughs) um, (laughs) It's, it, it does it's harder yeah. on you and uh-huh. i also uh all about your type of shoes that you wear mm-hmm. it's as you know you you run you got to have the proper shoes and i you know it's worth the money it really, mm-hmm. really is the investment said a better word yeah investment is a better word and so i guess we talked a lot about my book but your book i can't rap but i can write i love that title by the way i just made me giggle because Mm -hmm. did you try to ever rap or i'm just i'm just curious yeah like it was just like it was honestly just a thing because it was like again what am i what am i surrounding myself like i started started, my generation is like that's a cool thing to do you know Uh Uh, so yeah like i i tried it just for fun never thinking i actually would like pursue it as a as a career but it was like the the reason I I called the book I can't rap but I can write is like I found that what was actually true to me was was writing right like rapping is just like it was fun but it wasn't genuinely who I was I was just doing it for like if I were to do it be like for attention or 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 fame or or whatnot right it's not like versus like writing this book I wrote about like my actual life like real real things right um to, to quote you um so it's like it the main message is just finding what's true to you what, you what your main purpose is um it doesn't mean i'm never gonna rap right i can still do it for fun but it just means living out my purpose and yes and i think we're, we're both doing it right here just with this conversation that is that is beautiful i think it's you're following your 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 instincts right exactly, yeah Which is what i recommend and you still have to be you know have a plan Mm-hmm. And um, back in the day, some people just threw stuff and see what stuck on the wall, which is okay too. Mm-hmm. But um, when you're younger, it's it's more, it's okay. But uh, you just gotta be be prepared for change too. And I think that's something that uh, the podcast about too about change. Gotta, that's resilient. We're gonna all experience something. And mm-hmm. and your aspect of being positive helps you look at the positive side of stuff and. Mm-hmm. And I love the count, the compound exercise thing. If you do too much in one day, you could be just like with, you could go with writing. Um, mm. You could get, tire yourself out if you try to write two hours a day, right? It's yeah. keep it to smaller bits. And mm. um, I keep notebooks everywhere in the kitchen and in my office. And uh, <laughs> but I will, um, 
write it down, you know, or sometimes I, if I'm on the road, I'll like put notes in my iPhone. <laughs> mm, yeah. but you just don't know. You just, and that's what happens to me when I'm moving. Moving mm. just makes me think, be open. Yeah. Like move from, move from one place to another. You just mean, right? Yeah. It's just, yeah, right. Just, yeah. uh, just to keep, keep my brain open or yeah. I shouldn't say brain open, but it just got to be open to change and we have to be prepared. And that's what I think is so important. And that's what I wanted to let people know. It's okay. If you're different, we're all different mm -hmm. and go with what motivates you and, and, and do something that will inspire you as well. And I think reading inspires me, obviously it inspires you. Mm -hmm. And it's just so cool that we, uh, connected so where can people learn more about you taj online yeah like like uh just before we we finish off i just want to say like it's, it's crazy how we're so we're so different i feel like and just uh -huh. in terms of like characteristics and stuff like the fact that we still connected is just just amazing right it, it, because we're right. open to that uh-huh um but yeah if, if you want to learn more uh you could uh follow me on instagram at taj underscore bra um, or you can just search on Amazon for my name. That's T-A-J-B-R-A-H. Uh, and you should see, uh, I can't rap, but I can write there. I so appreciate it. And for those that are listening, I'll have the links included in the podcast description. And I think you're a great role model. And I'm so glad you're on the uh, call today. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, I, I look forward to potentially even working working more in the future together. Oh, yeah. Well, this won't be our, our last conversation, guys. Definitely not, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time, and I thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast or leave a comment. Now, go have a great day. Mm -hmm.